Hello, my dear friend. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Love Mirror, the podcast with me, Mira Kelly. I really love what I do. I am so in love with my clients. I'm so in love with my work, whether it's past life regression sessions, whether it's coaching, whether it's teaching classes. And I always feel that I'm out there on the edge of consciousness, witnessing, discovering, learning. And part of the reason why I love my work is so much is obviously because I help people, but me personally, my sense of adventure, my sense of discovery, learning about consciousness and the divine and our power to create through our thoughts and through our emotions and to witness the soul's journeys of people through the different lifetimes and their development on a soul level, that tapestry of the soul is beyond exciting for me. I honestly feel like I'm on an adventure every time when I work with a client. And I wanted to share with you about a session with a client I just had. Um, This has been a week where I have worked with two people, uh, two clients with cancer, both stage four cancer. The first client had breast cancer. The second one was esophagus cancer. And so, again, stage four. So I want to share with you the adventure and what I experienced. I want to share this story with you from my point of view, what I experienced as I was doing this past life regression. So um, this uh, amazing woman is is, uh, with stage four aggressive um, esophagus cancer. And I really loved her attitude. She didn't see her cancer diagnosis as a death sentence. She saw it as a life sentence, an opportunity to change. And I loved her attitude. She came and she said, I'm here to understand what do I need to let go of. I'm here to clear anything, anything that needs to be settled, anything that needs to be released. I want to be healed. And as I always do, I ask my cancer clients, um, I do work with a lot of people with cancer. Um, I always ask, what is your why? Why do you want to heal? Why do you want to live? And I loved her why. I loved her reason. Uh, Because you see, the reason why is incredibly important. That clarity gives us the extra strength to, to, to go the journey, to really commit to the work that I ask of people when they work with me, especially when we do coaching, because that process is very much geared towards, let's get you to the finish line. Let's get you to you being called a medical miracle by your doctor. And I have had results like that uh, with clients. So knowing the why is very important. And so as we always uh, do, uh, as I always do when I do past life regressions with people, is I ask them to share with me whatever they feel is relevant for me to know. My work is not just a technician. I want to highlight that. I It's so much more. Oh my God, so much more. I'm not just 
executing a process. I'm bringing in my intuition, my perception, my learning, my experience, everything I've accumulated over the years in working with people, my own study of consciousness and the divine. So there's so much that goes into it from my own end. And so as she was sharing uh, with me about her present life, about her uh, cancer uh, journey where she is right now with uh, the treatments, um, she spoke to me about uh, wanting to forgive her mom and how she has done all this inner work. And there are so many pieces that she has cleared and there was still a little bit holding on with mom. I took a note of it. Then we spoke spoke about her goals for the future and the questions uh, she was having. And um, I'm saying this to share with you that I just simply listen. And and then she just towards the end, it was more of an afterthought. It was more of, ah, let me just mention this. She mentioned that she has a def deathly fear of vomiting and choking and how she's been working on finding her voice and, and, and she has been deathly afraid of vomiting. And again, I was just listening and writing. What is so interesting when I do this part of working with people, when I do a past life regression with people, is I literally just listen. There is nothing else going through my mind. Long ago, I had learned, many years ago, I had learned that even if I try to guess based on what the person is sharing with me, what could have happened in other lifetimes, what could be the root cause of their main core challenge, even if I were to guess, I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. Uh, the divine and soul wisdom and soul trajectory and soul learning is always so much more grander than what I could possibly imagine. And so that's why um, I, I, I just simply listen. And there is really no judgment going through my mind. Um, I remember one time I was working, I, there was really, really no judgment because it's just human experience. I don't care. I'm just really listening so that I gather the details. I remember one time I was working with a client and he was saying to me something that was so out there and it was just so so out there and the topic of judgment was fresh on my mind because another client had said to me Mira I really appreciate how you're not judgmental and so so that thought was on, fresh on my mind and so as this client was saying things I thought of that comment that I don't judge people and um, I, I said to myself Mira this is really crazy stuff right here. I mean, really, really, it's about, you know, now it's about a good time for you to judge. And another part of me responded, yeah, no, nah, not worth it. Not, not what I'm here. So I'm telling you this to share. I really just listen. There isn't even anything in stacking in order. None of it. I'm just listening. And so we dive into the regression part. And um, the client is experiencing a, a lifetime where she was a servant. We looked into the relationship with her mom and she was a servant. And, and the woman she was serving who was... Um, who was 
uh, the, the one she was a slave to um, was uh, yelling at her for having a responsibility and not getting it done and how she felt so shameful and this wrath was just so out of proportion and it, and it was always directed at her and never felt good enough and and just in all, all of that and so um Mm, there was definitely a very good lesson, a very good clearing and healing when it came to the relationship with the mother. And then um, then she, then we experienced uh, something else that was about forgiveness again, again, super great healing and clearing. And then she experienced a lifetime where she was doing this work and in this life, she met uh, a partner, she was a woman, and she met a man who really loved her, really loved her. And she made the comment that there's no service here, that she simply deeply loved. And in this moment, when she said no service here, I have no idea where this intuition came from. Just something clicked in my mind and I said, oh my God, I understand what this cancer is about. This cancer is about not being willing to receive the gifts of life, the nourishment of life, the love of life, the, the sustenance of life. And so, and so uh, it was just such a little moment. And that's the reason why I'm sharing this process of, of how it all clicked in my head, because it was just so delightful for me. And so I, um, I guided her to experience, uh, for us to understand the root cause of this refusal to receive, this refusal to receive nourishment, food, um, sustenance, love, um, everything that is out there. And she experienced two very distinctive scenes when she was uh, a little a little baby uh, there was um, there was vomiting and her mom was really frustrated with her and not knowing what to do with her was shaking her up. Um, that was the first scene and the second scene in the second scene it was a past life uh, so the first scene was this present life being a baby she was remembering that and the second scene it was a past life where she was a woman married to an abusive man who was using physical abuse as a way of scaring her and so choking was normal. And one time he choking her went too far and he suffocated his wife. And, and I believe if my memory doesn't uh, do me the service here, I believe they were having a meal together. They were sitting at the table together. So there was the connection in both instances of the choking being connected to food and to people who are supposed to love us and well love her and protect her but in fact they were doing the opposite they were aggressive and they were harmful so so that's when um so when i got that connection when i said to you earlier when i heard about service and i was like oh my god i understand what this cancer is about then i looked towards my notes about the deathly fear of vomiting and i was like oh my god there it is all coming together 
And so her psyche had made her, uh, this this connection. Her subconscious, having uh, experienced the, the the choking from the husband in a past life, in this life had made the connection as a little baby. Her subconscious had made the connection that love and nourishment are not safe. There was this linking of the two that was done in a very harmful to the body way because she has to eat. We need to eat. Even though there's the protective mechanism of needing to protect ourselves from being abused and food was seen as the way that abuse was being delivered, right? And so the food intake is how the control begins to happen so that um, the protection is created, right? So the esophagus goes into a protective mode, the body goes into a protective mode so that um, there's not another moment of abuse and hurt and death being delivered through love, supposed love and, and food. And so there is this conflict of whether the person should take the food in and the nutrients in. And there is a deep distrust of love, right? Love is poison. Love is murder. Love is pain. Love is something that should be pushed away. And, 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 and everything that comes from the universe, whether it's food, whether it's love, is done much in the same way. And so this conflict is uh, is that is that rage, right? So so uh, in her case, the cancer is just an extreme level of of emotion, right? Cancer always signifies whatever is going on, but to the extreme. And so when she was talking to me earlier about vomiting, she talked about being deathly afraid, not just afraid, not just a little afraid, not just a lot afraid. It was deathly afraid, right? The intensity of the emotion was extreme. And so that rage, that hate, um, that fear of hate and rage was just bundled with nourishment and and so uh and so do you understand also now how because that issue was related to the mom even though the client had done this all this healing work earlier in life she was still holding on to a piece of the Hmm, imbalanced relationship with her mom. She hasn't fully let it go because it wasn't about the mom. It was about the nourishment, about what love and nourishment tied together meant. And so we worked on healing that because think about it. There were many lifetimes where she had experienced food to be safe and that's exactly what I guided her to experience. Lifetimes where... It was safe for her to receive love and food. And she experienced beautiful moments in this lifetime. She's in a wonderful relationship where she is in love and with her partner. And so, and so um, it was... It was the understanding of, wait a minute, this rule that food and love mean poison is a very skewed rule that is not based on reality. It's based on two instances. It's based on one lifetime. 
and an instant in, in this life that scared the psyche. And so, and so we worked on healing all of that. And so at the end, when the client and I were speaking, once I brought her out of the regression, I, um, I spoke to her and I said to her, all your life you have been focusing on finding your voice and developing your strength in saying no and expressing your opinions. And that's wonderful that you've accomplished it because she was coming through with such strong and centered personality and I was admiring that. But the work now needs to be one degree to the to the side it needs to be about receiving 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 not just the output of the voice but the receptivity that happens through the throat right not just the output from the throat but the receptivity of food the receptivity of life the receptivity of love and nourishment and she and she uh, was uh, i loved her comment she was really uh, understanding and connecting with this and it was really speaking to her and i loved her comment where she said to me that prior to di her diagnosis she had a restriction couple of restrictions happening in her esophagus to the point where all the food she consumes has to be uh, mashed up, it has to be pureed so that she can actually ingest it because the esophagus doesn't let food in. And of course, my reaction was like, oh my God, all right, oh my God. And when we were done with this regression, it was just, again, that feeling of being madly in love with my work because it really allows me to use my intuition, my gifts, my talents. It allows me to receive input and guidance from my soul, from the divine, whomever guides me, whomever gave me that brilliant realization to help the client and to really set her on her healing, emotional healing path. It, it's just really astounding. This this is the kind of stuff that I'm extremely blessed that I have been able to develop over, oh my God, more years than I can remember to count doing this work. And obviously to be able to offer that to you as a client. And so um, it, it was just so fulfilling, so fulfilling. My cup is so filled up when I work with with people and and it means it means the world to me and so i want to invite you if you want to work with me if sharing the stories pulls at you and you say oh wow there's something in there for me i want to work with me or please reach out to me um the beauty of past life regression is that it goes for it, it can go and work on anything that you need help with. It's not just cancer. It's not just uh, health. It's everything. Purpose, love, relationships, money, everything. And uh, and to me, it will you working with me will give me so much emotional and spiritual nourishment. So I thank you ahead of time so that I get to keep falling in love with my work even more. Thank you for that. So I look forward to um, uh, those of you who feel pulled because I always put it out to the, the universe. Bring me the people who are ready to heal. Bring me the people who are ready to change because I know exactly what to do to help them. So email me, info at mirakelly.com. 
I love you and I'm so grateful I was able to take you on this emotional journey of how profoundly adventurous my work is and how much how much it gives me and how much it gives the client. I will see you soon. Meanwhile, I love you. Bye for now.